0: Welcome Wildcats to Weber State Weekly, a member of the Big Sky Podcast Network. I'm your host, a man who was just three years old back in 1988, Colby Peterson. On the pod today, we have a man who hit his first home run at Harrisville Park in 1988,
1: Dustin Chapman. Coach Pitch, baby. Hit that thing over the fence, parked it. My love of baseball was uh, cemented in that moment. (laughs) Oh, man. Next, uh, we have a man who learned that two Christmases
0: was
2: a thing back in 1988, Sean Lewis. Every time parents break up, hate to see marriages break up, but I reap the rewards with two Christmas presents. <laughs>
0: uh on today's show, we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be interviewing senior setter Ashlyn Power, talking about the, the wrap-up of the Big Sky Tournament over in Greeley, Colorado, and the Wildcats coming away with a conference championship win. So Excited to talk to her about all that. And then we're going to be talking football with redshirt freshman running back Dante McMillan. Dante had a great game in Cedar City on Saturday. And so we want to talk to him a little bit about that. You know, didn't have a ton of playing time, but uh, made the most of it and uh, had a really big outsized impact. And we're also bringing back Waldo's Magic 8-Ball. We're going to be asking some questions about the supports that we do have running on campus and see what Waldo's Magic 8-Ball has to say about it. But before we get into all that, we want to encourage you all, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Any of those subscriptions will help you get the the latest and greatest uh, Wildcat content straight into your feed. Uh, We will have Uh, If you haven't noticed, we have game day shows on Saturday for football. And so if you're subscribed, you get those right in there on Saturday morning, fresh off the hot off the press. Also, you can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Twitter is one of the best places to interact with the Weber state weekly team. And we've got a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Weber state weekly and support the work that we're trying to do here and bring more shed more light on the, the great things happening on campus and bringing Weber state into the homes of, more Utah's and Wildcat fans, wherever they may be. All right, Wildcat fans, we are so very excited to welcome senior setter Ashland Power from the 2000, I guess the, the, the trophy says 2020 volleyball champions, but, you know, spring season champions, you know, Wildcat, uh, I, you know, a lot of folks have said that you're the quarterback. Ashland Power, welcome to Weber State Weekly again. This will be the second time you're coming on, on the show. We had talked to you back in November. Appreciate you coming on to talk to us about becoming the champs.
3: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, we are really excited. You know, obviously we did a lot of interviews over the season. Talked to a lot of folks. We had Rylan Adams on, your teammate, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think we had her on before she won the MVP. So that was kind of interesting. And then, of course, she won, you know, conference uh, tournament MVP as well. But uh, we want to talk a little bit about this championship with you. First time since 1988. Uh, Huge win for the Wildcats. Um, So just kind of, like, talk to us about that. Talk to us about making history on campus and becoming the champions not only for the regular season, which was the first time in program history, but first time since
3: 1988. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a a surreal feeling. Um, it's it's super cool to be a part of this team and this program. And I think like when I committed to play here, Jeremiah said, We're we're gonna win a championship here. Like come here and this is the vision we have for the program and this is what we're gonna do. So to be able to be here throughout the whole process and see that vision come to fruition has been incredible um, and I think people will will look at this season and what we've accomplished as far as the outcomes and and even last season but really this is the culmination of six years of Jeremiah investing in, in girls buying in and working hard so this is this isn't just this season and this team this is six years of all the girls that have come before us and laid the groundwork for for us to even have this opportunity and for it to be possible. So I'm super grateful to be able to be a part of it. And it means a lot.
0: Well, every time that we've talked to Jeremiah Larson, uh, head coach of the volleyball team, or really anybody else that has played on, on your squad, um, they always note that you are one of the smartest volleyball players, you know, not necessarily on the court, but in the conference, you know, there were folks, the, the folks who were commentating throughout the tournament noted that you do a lot of homework. You're the, you're the quarterback of this team. And that, you know, you have been here for a long time and have, you know, helped, be, you know, begin this progression all the way to the top of the mountain now in the conference. So talk a little bit about that. Talk a bit, a bit, tell us about how, you know, that progression, you know, your your growth as a leader in this team and becoming really kind of like folks have noted all the quarterback of this championship team. Talk to us about it.
3: Yeah. So, um, Jeremiah is super smart. Like he, as far as like volleyball knowledge, like he knows more about the game than any coach I've ever played for. Um, And so when I first got here, um, a big part of my learning was um, not so much my skills, but the mental part of the game and how to run an offense and how to do all of that other stuff. Um, And so I've been watching a lot of film and just, you know, breaking down stuff with him on how to understand what the other side of the net is doing and how to pick apart a block. Um, And so he's taught me a lot. Um, as far as just being a cerebral setter and seeing the game and and being able to make adjustments like like as things go, um, so I've definitely it was hard, um, but I I've learned a lot. Um, and so now that I am where I am and I've I've studied all that I have, like I feel a lot more confident in that role. And I have I have great teammates who make it <laughs> who make my job of running the offense pretty easy. I have hitters in every single direction all the time so it's been fun
2: so Ashlyn uh in the championship game you guys got had to get through northern Colorado um and in a a twist that was played on their home court uh what was that like getting that revenge after a close loss last year uh I believe it was to northern Colorado in the championship game right and and so to get that kind of I don't want to say revenge but but that that overcome that hurdle if you will
3: yeah for sure so Northern Colorado has kind of had our number the last couple of years. So two years ago in the conference tournament, um, my sophomore year, they beat us um, in the first round and then they beat us three times last year, including the conference championship. And so to be able to play against them in, in the championship again um, was exciting. Um, they're a great competition, they're a great team. And so, but I think that because of all the stuff we had gone through as a team, like we weren't afraid of that challenge. And so being able to go into that game with, with confidence, I think was awesome. And it was so fun. Like being able to play in front of fans on their home floor, like if you're a volleyball fan, like it was just a fun experience.
1: Well, and, and even going back before that, I mean, it, it was, it was almost like a, uh, I don't know, a revenge tour. <laughs> you know, you, you guys overcame Northern Colorado in the championship game, but, but even before that, I mean, NAU was was the only team to beat you guys this year and and you guys, you know, struggled in the first set, but second, third, fourth, you kind of came back and dominated. What what was that like? One, beating them <laughs> and yeah. and then two, you know, what changed after that first set to make to, to kind of create the avalanche and create the momentum to going forward?
3: Yeah. NAU is another great team. I definitely think that they were better than the four seed that they got in the conference tournament. Um, so to be able to play them was a good challenge for us too. Um, I think what really helped us in both the, the semis and the finals was just being in the moment and taking it one thing at a time. Um, Jeremiah talks a lot about you know staying in the moment and focusing on what we're going to do right now rather than looking back or or ahead. And I think that was big for us. Um, the first set, they came out hard. Um, we played hard, but um, we didn't pass super great and. Um, just a couple little things. And so after the first set, we said, a so little things, we're going to take care of what we do on our side, which is what it's always been about for us. Um, it's never been about what any other team can do, but what we can do on our side. So I think after that, being able to stay composed um, and go out and and kind get of to, get to clicking on all cylinders after that was fun.
1: Awesome. So just to build off that a little bit, uh, you mentioned – you know, that you felt like this was the culmination of, of six years worth of work, which is, which is awesome. Uh, I mean, that, that's a lot of progress in the program that traditionally had not been great for quite a few years. Uh, obviously a lot of work, I, I guess, what's the potential going forward in your opinion? I mean, I, I, you guys are coming back, all the seniors are coming back in the fall. That is super exciting, but where, where what do they build off from from you guys going forward over the next five and 10 years?
3: Um, Yeah, I think everyone in the program, like the goal is just to continue to build the program and to continue to um, be as best as we can be. And it's not about any one of us, but it's about um, what we do together. And so going forward, um, I think we're about to go play in the NCAA tournament. Um, Weber State's never won a game in the NCAA tournament. So um, I think what's next as we continue to get better and, and build this program is let's go win a game in the NCAA tournament. Um, let's um, bring some more respect to the Big Sky Conference and continue to build the level of play that that is in the Big Sky Conference. Um, I think that's where it starts for, for us as we go forward is how do we continue to maintain this high level, but bring that into the NCAA tournament and go compete with some of the best teams in the country, which is cool.
2: So, Ashlyn, I know Colby's going to ask you about uh, your opponent in the in the NCAA tournament, but I want to go back just to the championship game, and really that championship moment. Um, As someone who's never won a title at any level in anything, can you kind of describe for me what what that feeling is like when 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 the ball hits the ground and you guys know that you've accomplished this goal that the team and the program has had for six plus years?
3: Yeah, it's surreal. Like it was the best feeling. In the entire world and to be able to be surrounded by girls that I consider my best friends, like I'd go to battle with any of them any day, just made it even more special. And just I think to have gone through all the things that we've gone through. I mean, it's been hard um day in and day out. A lot of the things that like people on the outside don't see um makes it feel that much better too. So I don't know, I can't describe the feeling other than that. I'm just super grateful that I was a part of it. And it really was like the best feeling ever.
0: So Ashley, it was a super exciting moment here on the broadcast that, you know, it was not just match point. It wasn't just set point. It wasn't just match point. It was championship point. And like, like Sean said, there's a little bit of an exchange there on that, on that 24th, you know, going into the 25th point, but when the ball hit the floor and the Wildcats became champions and everybody kind of rushed the floor, gosh, I, I hope that we get another moment like that in the Swenson next year. Cause man, you know, it was nice to have everybody come in a pile on, but man, can you just imagine that kind of energy in the Swenson should have should a similar thing happen in the fall? I just, it'll be, it could be incredible.
3: Yeah. That'd be so awesome. I would love that.
0: <laughs> but like Sean said, I do want to talk a little bit about Bowling green who will be your opponent on April 14th in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Um, Bowling green is a good team. Um, yeah. I think that they said they were 22 and one. Um, so, you know, a similar record to you, to you folks in in the volleyball program here at Weber state. And so I kind of wanted to, you know, I know you're a big film person. Maybe you haven't had an opportunity to really kind of start to analyze them, but help the wildcat fans uh, here in Ogden and beyond understand a little bit about what to expect from this opponent. If, if you know, or, you know, you talked a little bit about, you know, focusing on what you can handle. And so, I don't know, talk to us a little bit about going into that game and kind of your mentality.
3: For sure. Um, For sure. Our coaches will be breaking down a lot of film for us um, and we'll be watching that, um, later this week and going into next week to prepare, but they're going to be a good team. Um, I think obviously if you're in the NCAA tournament, you're a good team, you know? Um, but I think we can go compete with anybody. Um, so for us, it's going to be all about what got us here, which is taking care of our side of the net. You know, we're going to go play as hard and as smart as we can, every single ball we're going to fight and compete. And when we do that, um, You know we're gonna leave it all on the floor and we're gonna be happy with the results. So I'm excited that we get the chance to go compete um, against a good team in the NCAA tournament. So it'll be fun. Well,
1: and this tournament, this tournament is taking place in Omaha, Nebraska, which is not too far from from your home. (laughs) How what's that like? What's that like to be able to play, uh, go and play an NCAA tournament match so close to to your home?
3: I'm so excited. It's gonna be so fun. Um, People love volleyball in Nebraska. And so even if, you know, a lot of people can't actually come to the match, just being able to play so close to home and so close to so many people who have loved and supported me throughout my whole career um, is super special. So I'm really excited to be playing so close to home. It's going to be fun.
0: Uh, Ashlyn, just uh, one more question for me. Like we noted a little bit earlier, uh, the, all of the seniors will be coming back next, uh, I guess not next year, but, uh, in the fall, uh, you, everybody's coming back. And so kind of the Wildcats will be running it back, which is really exciting to hear because there was nobody who kind of announced on senior day. So really exciting. Um, we talked to Roland Adams a little bit about this, but we also kind of wanted to get your perspective on it. Was it, was it kind of a collective decision that everybody was like, let's, let's all, you know, let's all come back in the fall. Or did everybody just kind of be like, yeah, I'm coming back. And it just kind of happened organically. Talk to us about how that came to be.
3: Jeremiah had kind of planned for it and he brought it up to us in the summer, actually. So before the fall season, last year it was in July. I think he called me and he was like, Hey, so if we don't have a season, what do you think about redshirting? And I was super caught off guard. I was like, oh man, I had not even thought about that. Um, so at first I was kind of shocked. I was like, well, like for, as far as academically for me, like that meant, meant shifting some things around. Um, so we all decided together that we were all going to do it or we were not going to do it. Um, so, but we were all on board for doing it. It didn't really take much convincing. So I'm super grateful that Sam and Rye wanted to stay because it's a privilege to play with both of them and to be able to be seniors with them. So um, to be able to play one more time, kind of a bonus season with them is going to be fun.
0: Yeah. It will be incredible. Uh, like you noted. Uh, so, and we didn't actually note this in the top and we should have, uh, you have been named to all big sky first team. So, you know, the, the best thing that, you know, the, the best honor that the conference can bestow upon you, they've given you uh you know short of maybe individual player awards and uh th- th- those honors were also bestowed to like you noted Sam Sheese and um uh, Rylan Adams of course and then Danny Nay. so a lot of talent here uh, that's coming right back in the fall so we are so excited to see that and we want to wish you the best of luck in Omaha as you head out there probably the first time you've been in Nebraska in a while because of COVID maybe not I don't know yeah uh, yeah but we want to wish you the best of luck out there in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Um hoping, hoping you, you can uh, show them how wildcat volleyball is played. So A- A- Ashlyn power, thank you so much for joining Weber state weekly.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, Wildcat fans. This episode of Weber State Weekly is sponsored by Wildcat Rack. If you're looking for one-of-a-kind, officially licensed Weber State apparel, Wildcat Rack is the place. All the designs and apparel are made right here in Weber County by people who know and love the purple and white. Check out the latest designs by going to their website, wildcatrack.com, and be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram for new designs and sneak peeks as they become available. Now, back for more Weber State Weekly. All right, Wildcat fans, we want to thank Ashland Power for taking a little bit of time to talk to us about that championship run with the volleyball team. We'll be looking forward to seeing them play in Omaha on the 14th against Bowling Green. But now we're going to switch gears. We had a little bit of football this weekend. Some of the Weber State Weekly team made the trip down to Cedar City to watch the Wildcats take on in-state rival suu for the beehive bowl and come away with the dub so we've got the hero of that game on weaver state weekly this week we're gonna be talking with uh, dante mcmillan so dante thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to come chat with us here on weaver
4: state weekly yeah appreciate y'all man i'm glad to, i'm glad to be here
0: yeah we appreciate you man uh you had quite an impact in the game um should know redshirt freshman, so you know not a long experience at weaver state but already a huge impact um as soon as you came in the game Got, got to play, and then boom, 23 yards right off the bat, man. Talk to us a little bit about your mentality, because you got put in the game late, third quarter, and then, uh, you know, immediately you started making an impact. How, 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 what's your mentality going into a game like this when you get put in late like that?
4: So how I think it's just always remain positive, you know. It's just like I can't just always be thinking negative because – just because i sat on the sideline for that long doesn't mean that i can actually i'm not gonna get in i'm gonna get in whenever, whenever my coach wants me to be in. you know and whatever, just this when i step on that field man it's just it's different because i love the game i do to go far in life with it so i thought about my mentality is to be the best and show why i need to be the best yeah and i think that uh, you
0: know josh obviously had a, a big impact but um you had more yards during the day, just, you know, somehow just had a little bit more success. And I noticed especially a lot of success going up the middle, which is, you know, saying something because, you know, most guys, they have more, they have more of a, a little bit more success going on the edges, but man, you took it, you ran it right down their throats and ripped off some huge plays, uh, including a, well, let me, let me check here. 43 yard touchdown went right down the middle. So talk to us a little bit about that, man, because that was a, that was kind of a huge a huge turning point in the game, I thought. So what was allowing you to have so much success against that SUU defense, especially right up the middle where other guys had had trouble?
4: Um, shoot, that play. I don't know what came... I don't know because, like, it's, I just have a lot of just abilities, you know? It's just like, I don't know what came to my mind to do that play. I just didn't think about it. I just did it, you know, it's just as an athlete. You're not supposed to think about it. Just be you. Do what you want. Have fun. It's all about having fun at the end of the day. Like, as long as you keep progressing every play, it's going to be more fun, you know? So that's how I just took it. So every time I kept doing more better plays, being progressive, everything, I just kept on, just keep on rolling, you know? Just maintaining. It's all about maintaining.
1: I love it. I love hearing that, man. You, you, were, you were running lights out. Uh, there was a touchdown play <laughs> late in the game. On a second down and goal, uh, you were asked about it post game. Said that you absolutely thought you were in. If you wouldn't mind, just talk us through what happened on the field. Did the ref say anything? Was there? I mean, you guys lined back up and, and went in, but it, it felt like they should have stopped and reviewed it at least.
4: I don't know because I'm not more of a criticized dude about that. I even though it was a, uh, it was an uncalled, it was an uncalled, just call. I don't know. I just, I don't know what happened, man. It's just, I know I scored, but it's like, if the ref said, if the ref said it didn't score, it didn't score. You know, it's just how the game is. I ain't going to let that mistake affect me, how I was playing, you know, because in my head, like I said, I'm a positive dude. I don't think negative about calls, unnecessary plays. You know, it's just, I just got to keep maintaining, man. It's just, my mindset is always being progressive, be better than the other person. Just, you know, competing, man. It's all about competing. Gonna be games like that. If you think about it, it's gonna be games like that. It's not gonna go your way, but you still gotta keep
2: doing what you're doing. Dante, I want to ask you about the running back room. Um, obviously, uh Weber State ran for 234 net yards against uh the Thunderbirds over the weekend. You had the majority of those at 138, but th- those are almost entirely in the fourth quarter. Um, after Josh Davis, the star running back, got got hurt. And and I think you're gonna be a star too I, I you've definitely set your sights on that and and, and performances like this or what gets you there but talk to us about the room and 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 what that what that uh had how, how that next man up mentality of coming in for your hurt t- teammate and wanting to to do the best uh to carry on what he, what he had built on
4: um so in the running back room so like me i look up to josh davis you know he's like a big yeah. brother to I always talk to him like, what What can I do that's going to make me better at this play or the other play? You know, because I ask a lot of advice. I ask a lot of advice for him, you know, because like I said, I've been seeing him. I've been seeing him play since my first year here. So I really be looking up to him. And that's what makes me push harder, because if I see somebody I look up to and from my, in front of me, push push himself hard, that's going to make me push myself hard to be the best. You sure. know, because I'm not as my as me personally, I don't call myself or think myself as an average dude. I know why I'm here and I got to show that on the field in front of everybody and who I am as a person, you know.
1: So, so Don, Oh, go ahead, Colby. No, no, go ahead. Good question. I was going to say, so Dante, talk to us a little bit about the offense and how things are progressing there. You know, uh, new offensive coordinator. We were down a couple running backs, as Sean mentioned, uh, even from the start of the season. Uh, is everybody getting comfortable with, with, with the starts and stops and the, the season, the way things are going and, and just, you know, new offense and everything like that? How, what's the progression been like there on offense?
4: Um. So let me think. Uh, so I feel like, in my opinion, that the offense is doing good. But I feel like, like, as a unit, we need to start fast. You know, like Coach said, we need to start three phases, offense, defense, special teams, you know? And that's when I thought in my mind head, like, yeah, the offense needs to start because if we're on the field, we got to be the first people to like score first before any, before the opponent team scores, you know? And that's how, that's how our mentality is. Like we got to start off fast, you know, make a explosive plays because we always set a higher standard for us as a, as a unit, as an offense, you know? And that's what I love about coach, about, about my offensive coordinator, uh, Coach Hammer, because like, like I said, he's a good coach. He's a good guy and everything. And, he just wants us to do our best on the field, you know, and that's what I love about him because, like I said, as, a, as him as a coach, he has a, he has a high expectation for us too, and he believes that we can do it. We just got to keep working hard in practice because practice correlates to the game, so practice makes better, We're we to do better in the game.
0: Yeah, and Coach Hammer's a guy who, uh, you know, not only is he a coach for you guys and kind of makes sure, motivating you to be the best you could be, but that man's in his own gym, you know. He's, he's lifting too, so <laughs> he's right up there with you guys, man. Saw some yeah. of those videos like, dang, this man, he's for real. But uh, mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about another coach uh, who recently left Weber State. So, you know, it was announced earlier in the season that Coach Quinton Ganther had gotten the opportunity to go and join Urban Meyer's staff down with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We were, you know, excited to hear that. Coach Q has uh, had, a, had a long tenure at Weaver State. A little bit sad to have, see him leave Ogden, but also happy for him to get an opportunity at, at the highest level. And so talk a little bit about what that transition has been like, you know, for you as a player, you know, missing Coach Q.
4: Sure, man, like Coach Q, I look he's like a father figure to me because if you think about it, he played NFL for six years. That's a lot of knowledge. So in my head, I'm like, okay, so I have a coach that actually been playing NFL for a while. So I might as well take that advantage to like ask him, like, what can I do for myself to be NFL back, you know? And I really look up to Coach Q, you know, like I said, he's a father figure to me and he pushes me hard. All that, because he knows that my expectation, you know, he sees that he sees something in me. And that's what made me like go forward with, um, with with football and everything, because I'd rather have somebody like him with positive feedback and just push me hardest to be the greatest. And like I said, I do miss him a lot, man. I really do, because I think about all the time and that's my guy. Man. But I'm glad that where he's at with him personally and his family, because that's a good opportunity, man. Like I never heard no SDS coach mega from this to the NFL. So it's just new to me. So it's just kind of, I'm kind of excited for him, honestly.
0: Good dude. Going to miss him here in Ogden, but happy for he and his family to get that opportunity to head back to the NFL. Yeah. So Dante,
2: um, let, let's look forward to uh, next week uh, against Idaho State. How, how, what's it like to prepare to play the same team again, just, you know, a few short weeks after, after uh, destroying them in week one? I mean, it, it's weird because we played on the first game,
4: but it's like, I don't know, because how I think about it is, like, it's not a big deal because at the end of the day, I already know what I'm going to do personally is just outplaying them, outscoring them, you know, because that's just how, like I said, that's just how my mentality is. Like, it doesn't matter who I play against, just know that I'm still going to be the same guy on the field and off the field, and I ain't going to let nothing stop me. Yeah, and so, um,
0: like you said, it is uh, it is a mentality thing. You know, you're going to just focus on what you can control, right? That's a, that's a common thing. We, we heard the same kind of thing from Ashland Power in the previous interview talking about winning the championship in volleyball, like, you know, she her thinking was just like, listen, we can control what we can control on our side of the net. And that's what we focus on. And it's led them to the top of the mountain in the big sky. Um, but we've noticed that lately, you know, Idaho State's had some some good some good close games against some some top tier talent. And um, it's a weird thing to play a team twice. Um, you had some big plays in that first game. And so for you, um, how do you prepare? Do you prepare differently for this this next one? Or do you just say, you know what? Doesn't matter who the team is on the other side. I'm going to prepare the way that my coaches tell me to prepare, and I'm just going to do it. Like for you, does, does it matter that it's the same team twice, or is it just just another business trip? They're coming to Ogden, and we're going to do what we do in Ogden.
4: Yeah, what you say. It's just another business trip. We're going to do what we do in Ogden, man. This whole film advantage, you know. And how I prefer myself is watching film because I feel like if I watch more film as a player, I'm going to know automatically what the, like what their schemes are, what they're going to plan on doing, you know, because. That's the whole game, man. It's just like, it's basically like playing smart, be a smart football player. That's how I think about it. So my preparation is just, I don't know, um, watching film every day, just getting better during practice, you know, and just always have that higher expectation.
0: Well, man, it's exciting to hear you're a guy that loves practice. Uh, I mean, like you said, that that's what translates into the game. And uh, this has been a weird year, super weird year for you guys. I'm sure it's tough right. to have the stop and start and stop and start. So it's good to get a few games here in a row. Uh, and so we'll be there. Well, everyone I think everybody on this panel is gonna be there watching you guys on Saturday, rooting you on and um hopefully you get another dub against the Bengals. Yeah, I uh, can't. Appreciate wait. you though, man, for taking a little bit of time coming to chat with us on Weaver State Weekly and uh, looking forward to seeing you on Saturday.
4: I appreciate y'all, man. For real. I'm glad to be on here and just talk about just letting y'all know who I am as a person, you know, because I I want to show people the real, the real me, you know. Yeah,
0: we, we, that's kind of one of the big reasons why we started the show, you know, get to know some of you guys a little bit better. You're redshirt freshman, so hopefully you got a long career ahead of you here at Weber State, and we'll be excited to cheer you on for that entire time, man. Hey, Wildcat fans, if you're a small business owner looking to promote your business on Weber State Weekly, we've got some good news. We're looking for sponsors that care as much about what's going on up on campus as we do. We can plug your business on our show, in our new email newsletter, or even in our live instant reaction shows on social media. For more info, send us an email at Weaverstateweekly at gmail.com for pricing and more information. All right, we want to thank Dante McMillan for taking a little bit of time out of his day to talk to us about his his game on Saturday and kind of the, his uh, his approach to the game and kind of his, his preparation as we look forward to the Idaho State game this weekend at Stewart Stadium. And now we're bringing back one of our favorite segments, guys. We're going to be talking Waldo's Magic 8-Ball. So we've got three slots here. We're going to be talking a little football, a little volleyball, and a little bit of softball. So, fellas, I'm going to leave it to you. Go ahead and open up. Uh, uh, Yeah, Sean Lewis, let's start with you. What's your football question for Waldo's Magic 8-Ball?
2: For football, I want to know, will the ESPN Television Network be making an appearance at Stewart Stadium?
0: Hey, yeah, I like I like where he's going here. I like I like what's happening here. So, the question to the Waldo's Magic Eight Ball: Will ESPN be making another appearance to Stewart Stadium sometime soon? Shaking Waldo's Magic Eight Ball, the answer: A simple yes. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> All right, uh, now Chappy, it's your opportunity. Go ahead and ask Waldo's Magic Eight Ball your football question.
1: I'll be a little more direct in my question for Waldo's Magic Eight Ball. Uh, will we State be seeded, meaning one of the top four seeds in the, the bracket when it's released. So a good direct question for Waldo's at Magic 8
0: Ball this week. There's been a lot of talk online about how maybe Weber State is losing some steam after a, a string of close wins against Big Sky competition. So the question is, will Weber State land one of those top four seeds in the FCS playoffs when they roll around in the coming weeks? Shaking Waldo's magic eight ball. The answer, my reply is no, man. A direct question gets a very direct response from the magic eight ball <laughs> and maybe a little bit of a salty response to go with that. <laughs> All right, fellas. So we've talked a little bit of football. Now let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit to volleyball. Like we noted with our, in, in our interview with Ashland power, the Wildcats just won the big sky tournament for the first time since 1988, heading on to the big dance. And so, Sean Lewis,
2: what is your volleyball question for Waldo's Magic 8-Ball? Will the Wildcats win one match in the NCAA tournament?
0: Okay, I like where this is going. Another very straightforward question for Waldo's Magic 8-Ball. Will the Wildcats, for the first time in school history, win one match in the the NCAA volleyball tournament? Shaking Waldo's Magic 8-Ball. The answer is... Hmm. Ask again later, a very cryptic answer from
2: the, yeah. I very think Chappie's crypt- got an opportunity.
0: <laughs> cryptic answer from the magic eight ball. I don't know what it had for lunch, but man, is it being very, it's playing coy with us. Don't you think guys, the, the magic eight ball is being coy right now. So Chappie, how about you? What's your volleyball question for Waldo's magic eight ball?
1: Okay. Waldo's magic eight ball. Are we going to win a game in the NCAA tournament? <laughs> Okay, hey, you know, really putting this wall putting the, putting the wall to the test here, and uh,
0: we're gonna we're gonna just ask the same question right again, man. I mean, I'm sure you've all done that in your youth. It, it is later, it. yeah. So, given the given the eight ball a shake this time, will the Wildcats win an NCAA tournament game? Uh, first one is going to be against Bowling Green, like we noted. Waldo's those magic eight ball this time says yes
1: <laughs> and it worked the answer is yes so if, if, if this feels like when you were playing with the eight magic eight ball in junior high or high school and you just you know does this girl like me eight ball no nope. let's ask that again a different <laughs> way <laughs> does 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 she like me now hey, yes the eight right.
2: ball did say ask again later we asked you again did 10 seconds That's later a, very true very we true just, we, just, we worded it different instructions we worded right. the question just slightly differently and just it was doing good enough what i was told <laughs>
0: then uh, we get the answer we want the second time around so now guys for the final round we're going to switch gears to softball softball had a very good weekend i think last week i uh, ended up taking a couple games i think or at least one from colorado state a mountain west conference foe but then also uh ended up playing against uh idaho state and i uh, had some success there too um uh, chloe Camarero just uh, doing a great job uh slugging for the wildcats so Sean Lewis, what's your softball question for Waldo's Magic 8-ball?
2: Wildcat freshman Mia, or is it Mia Rushton? Or Maya Rushton, I'm not sure how she pronounces her name. Yeah. Uh, Mia Rushton is currently number three in the Big Sky in batting average, hitting 365 on the young season. I want to know, will young Ms. Rushton win the Big Sky batting title?
0: Oh, I like it. I, I like to see it because... Uh, you know some people are not fans of the statistic batting average they think that there's a more complete thing but uh, hey i'm always a fan of winning the batting title man there's there's some there's some some props to be had there so we are going to shake the big uh, the waldo's magic eight ball and see what the answer to this one is hmm, my sources say no man waldo's magic eight ball is just being so salty tonight man jeez all right chappy what's your question softball question for waldo's magic eight ball
1: so before I say that, as a father of a Mia, we did not think about whether people would pronounce her name Mia or Maya. <laughs> and it's been a constant thing her entire life. And every time I'm like, man, we didn't think about that. It's spelled M-I-A. That, that seems pretty obvious, doesn't it?
2: And my apologies to Ms. Rushton that I don't know. I am I truly,
1: truly sorry. We needed, we needed AC here. All right. So uh, Waldo's Magic Gateball. I'm gonna I'm just gonna put the screws to you, man, because you're being salty. Uh same question. Will softball win a game in the NCAA tournament this year?
0: Okay. Uh if if you're a fan, Wildcats, you'll remember that they did that the first for the very first time. Uh won a NCAA tournament game back in 2019. Uh, before COVID pandemic happened. And so we're going to see if maybe the Wildcats have an opportunity this time, because thus far they've had pretty good success in the conference. They are, I think, the odds-on favor to win the conference tournament again. We'll be hosting in Ogden again, because that's what we do in Ogden. We host tournaments. So, shaking Matt Waldo's Magic 8-Ball. Will the Wildcats have the opportunity to win another NCAA tournament game this year? Signs point to yes. This team is slugging right now, and I like to see it. I think they're coming on. You know, Coach Mary Kay Amacone, we had her on the show a few, probably about a month ago or so. She noted that this is a young team that they're going to be coming on, but it feels like in the coming past couple of weeks, they've really started to put it together and they've been putting the hurt on a lot of really good teams. So looking forward to that. All right, fellas, appreciate you and your questions for Waldo's Magic 8-Ball. Wasn't necessarily what we wanted every time, but something's better than nothing, right? So now let's uh, let's go to the schedule, upcoming games and events. Um Friday, April 9th, got a softball doubleheader at SAC State. So that game will be in Sacramento. First game is gonna be at 1 p.m. on Pluto TV. The following game will be at 3.30 p.m. on Pluto TV. And then if you're looking for something to go on to go check out on campus, women's soccer will be taking on Northern Colorado at 3:30 p.m in Ogden on campus. Uh, But if you're not able to make it, that game will also be on Pluto TV or all of these can be had on WatchBigSky.com. That's usually where I watch. Uh, Then Saturday, April 10th, football will be playing against Idaho State, like we noted in our interview with running back Dante McMillan. So 1 p.m. on Pluto TV or 103.1 The Wave. Go ahead and find your way up to Stewart Stadium. We'll probably be up there cooking a little bit of food. We're not sure if it'll be a grand affair, but we'll be up there anyway. So come hang out with us, the Weber State Weekly team, uh, before we all head into the stadium. To take on our supposed rival Idaho State for the final time this season, and then later that day, softball will be taking on Sac State one more time at one p.m. Uh, that game will also be on Pluto TV or WatchBigSide.com. If for some reason you're not a football fan, then finally on Sunday, April 11th, women's soccer will be playing again against Northern Colorado. That'll be a noon kick uh, on Pluto TV, or you can go check out the game right on campus. Go to WeberStateSports.com and buy your tickets. So, fellows, with that, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, go ahead and email us at weberstateweekly at gmail.com or info at weberstateweekly.com. We manage both of those accounts. You can reach us at either place. Uh, we're on social media, like we noted at the top of the show. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter is one of the best places to interact with the Weber State Weekly team, especially on game day. Uh, we've got a great blog, weberstateweekly.com. Got a number of pieces written up there. Uh, I personally wrote one for the match against Eastern Washington in the Big Sky Tournament in volleyball. So if you wanted to check out and you missed it, you could find out how that one went. Obviously, we won <laughs> because we're champions. But uh, plenty of good content to be had on the blog there. And also, we've got a Patreon. Go to patreoncom slash weekly. Uh, you can t- pledge to join our our uh, community and uh, find your way into. We have a, a good game day chat on um, Slack. So if you join Patreon. Uh, you can have the opportunity to interact with other uh, Weaver State Weekly supporters and fans on our Slack channel. So, a good opportunity for you. So, go check that out. All right, fellas. Uh, that's, that's it for this one. So, we're going to wrap this up like we usually do and just say Weaver State, Weaver State. Great. 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 Go, Wildcats. <laughs> Weber State Weekly is a Deep State Media production. It's produced by Colby Peterson. It's directed and edited by Dan Martinez.